livestock friends and welcome to this edition of Before the Bid. This is a podcast dedicated to the livestock sales industry where we go behind the scenes of the operation and speak straight to the sellers. We discuss topics about the important aspects of their operation, location, the people behind the prep work, and talk about some of the animals that will be offered to you, the prospective buyers. Hopefully, you've got your sale catalog close by. You might have to go look through that pile on your desk. But if not, then you're probably like me and driving down the road or busy with chores around the farm. And that's okay, too. Wherever you are and whatever you're doing, I hope you enjoy this segment of Before the Bid. This is your host, John Davis. Welcome, livestock friends, to this edition of Before the Bid podcast. I'd like to welcome you all here today. This is your host, John Davis. We're going to do this a little bit different for a change. Instead of Andy Howell, I'm going to be sitting in. I'm going to be hosting this this event. And uh, I'd like to welcome my guests today, Brandy Saunders and Andy Howe. Well, hey, John, I uh, appreciate you letting us be on the podcast today. <laughs> it's well, an honor. Well, I appreciate the podcast takeover. It's uh, quite a, a, a different scenario being on the other side of the table here. You know, we've done a couple of podcasts together. Right. And this is our first podcast that we've actually done face-to-face. Right, right. So, yeah. you know, we don't... We haven't got to see each other's facial expressions, I guess, making fun of each other <laughs> behind the scenes on the other ones. Yeah. But so we get to keep it pretty honest right. today. Right. Well, that's you know? good. So, that's well, good. thanks for that's having good. me today. Um, we're just kind of, you know, doing this little flip just so we can find out everybody. You know, I'm a fan of Before the Bid podcast, and I know a lot of people out there are. Great. Especially us farmers that we get a lot of tractor time, we get a Great. lot of windshield time, yeah. and, yeah. you know, and yeah. podcasts, you know, they've just, they've really, you know, been quite a relief and a right. great form of entertainment right. and some learning knowledge for all of us out there. Right. Well, um, Before the Bid's one of my favorites, and I appreciate all the things that you guys do. So here's right. an opportunity to flip the script. Right. And we get to learn a little bit about you guys. Well, that's great. That's great. Okay. That's are awesome. Because we, we, we haven't ever done one of those. Are we ready for this? Uh, hey, I think so. Okay. Well, let's start ready. out a little bit of livestock background. Okay. Okay. You know, Brandy, let's take turns. Give us a little bit of livestock background about yourselves. I'll go first because mine's going to be a lot less Ladies first. than okay. his is. So, um, I grew up in Ohio, born and raised. Um, haven't left. OH. Ohio, okay. absolutely. Wait, is the that the Ohio place? Ohio State. Yeah, the, that's the home of the, the Ohio State. State. The, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just a, okay. Not the, uh, that's right. The, you yeah. guys are I am an Ohio right. transplant. Yeah. So, yeah, right. Or to the yeah. state. So, yeah, go Bucks. Yes, absolutely. My dad will appreciate that. Uh-huh. My brother. So, born and raised, um, haven't I've actually ever left there until about a year ago when I moved to southern Indiana and started a little bit of a different adventure. My family's always been involved in livestock. My, my grandparents and my father and always raised Angus cattle. Um, that was pretty much their thing, the Angus cattle and farming. Um, my siblings and I, my brother Dustin and my sister Tori, we were always involved in 4-H. Um, so we did a lot of showing and did a lot of traveling around with that. Um, and we've dabbled in a little bit of everything. We kept on with the Angus cattle, but then we got into some sheep. Um, now we're pretty big into pigs. We do have a, um, our own operation called Saunders Family Show Pigs. So we are oh, wow. breeding and raising and selling pigs. And uh, so, yeah, that's 
Very we diversifying. Yes. That we, is we great. Do, we like to do a little bit of everything. So we, everybody had their own niche, and that's just kind of what we went oh, with. that's and great. It, it limited the competition between siblings, which was oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Nice, yeah, because we're, we're a pretty competitive family. So, um, but that's pretty much my story. Well, yours, we, is, yours is a little more in-depth. Right. Well, that's good. Yeah. Uh, very diversified. Very interesting. I like, I like the Thank diversification you. across species. It was a lot I of fun. I think we learned so much. Absolutely. We can learn so much from each breeder and each producer from species to species. Right. You know, you're not going to raise gilts the same way as we're raising heifers or anything. Absolutely. But we can learn a little bit from each other. Absolutely. In terms of feeding, in terms of management, and Absolutely. everything from that. I was a sheep girl. I, I showed cattle a couple years into 4-H, and then I switched over to sheep, and that's where I really found my passion. So, And, and he knew that, and he knew that coming into us hanging out and, and, and doing what we're doing now. But I think he was a little surprised that I still came in with quite a bit of cattle knowledge because my sister did show cattle all through her 4-H years. And, you know, it's never just your project is yours and, and mine is mine. You right. help across the board. So right. I came in with a little bit of cattle knowledge, and I think that surprised him a little bit. But but sheep was my forte. Pigs was my brother's. Cattle was my sister's. So Very interesting. All right. A couple of the first times she come over and we're working cattle, and she's brushing the hair forward, blowing the hair forward. and you Doing know, it I'm the like, right way. I'm like, holy cow. I think that might awesome. have been one of the first things he said to me. I was rinsing for him. And he was just kind of standing there watching, and he had this look of awe on his face. And I was like, what is there, am I doing? He's like, I just can't, I, I just so appreciate that you know to to rinse the hair forward, and you know how to do all this. And like, well, I right. do come with a little bit of cattle background. So That's right. I have learned much, much more about cattle since uh, being involved with, with him and Allie and, and doing all these shows. But... Um, came with a little bit of cattle knowledge. Well, that's good. So. Well, Andy, let's tell, tell us, uh, share a little bit of your background for us, if you don't mind. Well, I grew up on an Angus, Angus cattle of uh, course. operation, and my, my dad and my grandpa were in together, and uh, dad's a veterinarian, so, I mean, livestock is absolutely in my blood, animals, and, and that sort of thing. And, of course, we, we raised the Angus. We've we shown ever since I was forever. I got an older sister that that I always helped show even before I was aged in, I guess you could say. And, and so um, we did that. And so with dad being the veterinarian, why, of course, I always wanted to ride with him and go out on different calls. And so we went and looked at goats or pigs or, or cattle or whatever. And I remember so many summers when you used to have to bleed those hogs oh, to yeah. get the health papers for them yeah. and send the blood in. We spent hours, and that's what we did. Day in, day oh out. Oh my gosh! A couple of weeks before fair, and, yeah. and so we did that as last minute as you can. Right. That's when you have to go get that your health papers, <laughs> like very last minute. Yeah. I'm still that way. Believe and me. you're going out on the large species calls. You're not. Right. You're you're not going on the times where he has to like uh, bleed a parakeet. Or <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't think he's bleeding. TB test a ferret yeah. or something like that. I don't. I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> right so and i grew up showing and, and we showed we pretty between my brother and sister and i we showed everything we showed pigs we showed sheep we showed cattle um wow. and and so it you know the the livestock thing was was just a passion of mine uh something that i really got into i was really into it more than 
basically everybody else in the family was. Um, I was more into the showing, more into to everything, and so so I just kept with it, mm -hmm. uh, and and just kept going on with it, and so I, we showed. Of course, my um, my brother Brian, uh, he was actually on the Angus Junior Board, and so um, so that's what we did. That's what we grew up doing, and we grew up traveling, showing. And, and going to livestock sales, trying to get our own program to, to be a lot better and, right. and do all we could with it. So, Oh, I can relate. That, yeah, I don't, exactly. don't know anything different. <laughs> right. That's just what you do. Right, right. That's what you did. And, and so that's what, yeah. what I w continued into. Uh, and, and, you know, I've got, I've got cattle uh, with me in southern Indiana now, and, and Dad's still got some, and he and I are the same operation, only four hours driving distance apart. And so we mm -hmm. moved cattle back and forth, and and we still we're still involved. I got Allie showing now, and so uh, well she's 14. So we've been in a few years, got a few years left, and so we keep showing, and and she's shown cattle, sheep, pigs, uh, but we're we're kind of settled in the cattle deal now. So well, good. Uh, we're From what I've seen, Allie with the cattle, she's a very driven young young lady. She is. That. She tell you what she did a great job in showmanship today well thank you we're, uh, thank for you. those yeah. of you who don't know we're we're doing this podcast from the all-american angus breeders fraternity just after the junior show have the junior show today and we're getting ready to have the open show tomorrow we just finished uh the junior show and finished up with showmanship and i tell you what this this show was tough <laughs> They're 147 of the best Angus oh, cattle yeah. in North America. I'd put them up against anybody. They were good. You know, so they were darn good. Get, get a lot off yeah. track there. We can talk about the show here later. <laughs> but okay, so you mentioned Mar Maringo, Indiana, as yeah. far as Southern Indiana, where you're from. Let's, that on his let's talk a little bit about. Oh, that's impressive. This guy's good. Well, it, it was on your sign oh. over there. Your stall. That's right. That's right. That's right. So let's talk about location. While you're there in Marengo, right, and what you do for a living at right. that location, right? Yeah, we're in yeah. southern Indiana. We're west of Louisville, uh, about forty miles, forty-five miles. We're actually driving back and forth, uh, coming to the show. So, yeah, so we're not that far. No, uh, I got down here uh, again. I grew up in Winchester, Indiana, uh, by Muncie, Indiana. If anybody knows Muncie or Ball mm -hmm. State, mm -hmm. almost Ohio, and so that's right. That kind of leads into how Randy and I got to got to know each other and got together but I went to Purdue and I met a young lady and we moved down to southern Indiana where she grew up and and it was kind of a cattle move at the same time we thought you know maybe we could we could get some guys down in southern Indiana to buy some of these bulls and buy some of these cows that we've got and and so I relocated down here to southern Indiana with her and we had Allie and so um Still got Allie around and still got the cows around and uh, so so okay. I'm not leaving her, not going not going back, so right. so I'm staying here. I guess that kinda leads in how Brandy got down here. Um, how did I get down here? That's still a blur to me. How did I end up here? Well do you want me to tell a story? Yeah, go ahead. Brandy, Brandy and I met when we were when she was fifteen, she's got that big eye at me. When she was fifteen and she I'm a little older. Like two years, but you know, oh, she, almost three. Yeah, so we robbing the cradle there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three years. Well, yeah. It depends if I tell yeah. my real age or the one I usually oh, go okay. by. All right. Well, we met clear back uh, when I was in when I was in Winchester, and she was in 
uh, Ohio, uh, at, in that Piqua area. I met her sister first. True. And then, so we started hanging out in a place in Greenville, Ohio. Yeah. Called the Triangle. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know the Triangle. Uh, oh. I know the Dark County Fairgrounds in go. Greenville, Ohio. Yeah. That's, You're not far that's, from it. That's yeah. my limit of knowledge yeah. to. Yeah. And a couple of restaurants around Greenville. Right. That's about it. The Maid Rights. Haven't been there. Go ahead. But we, we, we used to go to the same place in, in Greenville uh-huh. and hang out when okay. we were back in high school. Yeah. And so then, you know, of way course. Way back in high school. Way back in high school. And of course, life changes and, and things happen. And, yeah. you know, this Facebook thing comes about. And at one time, a guy puts a, puts a comment on Facebook, on, <laughs> on her sister's Facebook. And, you know. And so then you were Facebook stalking. So then we... Oh. We became oh. well, we became Facebook friends, and then and then you know the truth comes out. Things, things awesome. just kind of went weird with that. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. that's so good. That's, that's kind of how that's that the story. Right so two years later, then I ended up mm-hmm. moving to Marengo. Just completely uprooted my life. Basically, I left a, a career that I had been in for a little over 18 years. The, pretty much the only thing I had done. What was that? Adult life. I worked with adults with developmental disabilities. Okay. I worked at a dayhab program. Okay. Um, my mom actually worked there her entire di- adult life. She retired from there, and I went in at a very young age. I was t- just turned 22. I had been working there, like I said, a little over 18 years. Um, had another job also that I had been at for about four years. Is that right? I think mm-hmm. around four years. Um, and I have two girls, Gracie and Allie, oddly enough. We, okay. we have daughters named the same. Uh, great minds think Spelt alike, the I guess. Same Spelt the, the exact same and yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. So um, they both have uh, graduated high school and moved on to college. So um, once they did that, because when we first started uh, seeing each other, um, my youngest was still in high school. So we just kind of waited around for the right opportunity when she was graduated and, and off and doing her own thing. And so then I just kind of uprooted and took off four hours <laughs> south. And I landed in Marengo and, yep. and I have been there since. So Her other job she didn't mention, she served CAB steaks. I was a server well. Certified Angus Beef Restaurant. It's yes. funny you should mention that. Yes. It's a very similar story to the relationship that myself and my wife had. Really? She used to work at Certified Angus Beef right. in Worcester, Ohio. Right. And then I got her to, to move three and a half hours to southeastern Ohio because I was so irresistible. That is that you is exactly that. It was because why. I was so irresistible. That is exactly why we uproot our <laughs> That's lives. That's why she moved. That's that why she moved. You guys are so irresistible. We are a lot of that's, You cattle Yeah, that, that's it. it. <laughs> no, we, we weighed out our options. And, uh, well, she was the event planner at CAB there for a oh, yeah. while. And um, we weighed out her options. Now she's the director of marketing for Holzer Healthcare System. Which is okay. one of our largest healthcare systems there in Southern Ohio. She's doing she's, well. For she is great at marketing and has a mind for marketing and okay. has really found her niche in that. And finally, almost and almost is, forgiven me for having to give up her dream job. Still is finding you because irresistible she loved the C- and we still love the CAB family. All right. those people that. Right. 
at CAB, we still consider family and friends. And yes. oh my gosh, there's just so many good relationships we've made along the way. That well, Mark McCulley, he's our new CEO and not with the CAB family, but right. John Sticka and oh my gosh, the list goes on and on with right. the great friends we've had there. But. Yeah. Okay, enough yeah. about that. <laughs> so, Andy's irresistible. <laughs> Got that? You got that. Check. Check that <laughs> and then, okay, let's talk about. I'm, I'm editing that. Now. That's all there is. Oh, that's <laughs> gonna hit the cutting room floor. And there's not even that doesn't even exist. You anymore. guys screwed up when you said that because I'm the editor of this thing. Okay. So, so let's talk about before the bid podcast. Mm-hmm. That's what yes. we're here about. Right. That's what everybody's tuning into because it's before the bid. Yes. Right. So, how did you come up with this idea? Hey, let's have the before the bid podcast. Right. Well, let me let me try to walk you quickly through a little bit more of my history okay. or, or what I do right now. Never mind, my question. Let's just go backwards and <laughs> talk about. No, no I got to leave you up to why this came because I, I teach high school agriculture. Yeah, and and I've been doing that uh, about fifteen years, sixteen years. And at the high school, we call the games, Brandy and I do actually, she got on the on board this year, we call the basketball games for the radio for Boys and Girls Varsity Games. Yes. And so I really enjoy that, and I don't know if I just enjoy listening to myself talk or what, but I really enjoy it. For those that can't and see, Brandy's shaking her head <laughs> a lot. He does. <laughs> and, ahead, and so, you know, and growing up in the livestock industry, and also I do some auctioneering, uh-huh. and, and so I'd like to get it a little more into the livestock auctioneering and things, but, but I haven't quite broke through that door, but I wanted to do something with broadcasting things for agriculture, for livestock, anything in, in that field, and so I thought with my auctioneer background with I've done a little bit of sales management I had a sale that I managed a few times of course we've been to 850,000 sales cattle sales anger sales whatever Uh, I I thought I want to do something with that and so here actually at Louisville at the farm machinery show I met a guy that is uh, big into agricultural promotion Right. And so I was like, you know, I want to do something like this. And he says, you need to get a podcast. And I'm like, a what? He says, you need to get a podcast. They're going to be the new thing. They're something that's, that's fairly new. And uh, you need to get a podcast. And I was like, okay, I've heard of one, but I don't know if I, that I'd ever even listen to a podcast. So I'm like, okay. So that day, of course, my wheels start turning. I'm always, always open to an opportunity. It gets me into more trouble sometimes than, uh-huh. than what it should. But, but I'm always into a, to, to a new opportunity. And I thought, well, that's kind of cool. And so I looked into a few things. I thought, I could do this. And so I looked into that. Well, two or three guys were already doing that. Well, I could do this. And I looked into it, two or three guys were already doing it. And all this time I'm thinking, how am I going to do a podcast? I'm not a tech-savvy guy. I, right. I don't know how to, you know, I, I'm not very good at I it. I bet you're more tech-savvy <laughs> than me. <laughs> <laughs> but but do it through these ball games and, and doing uh-huh. that kind of stuff and, and the stuff that I have to do in my everyday life, I I've learned a little bit of that, that the tech things and so I thought okay let me look into this see how to figure this out and how to do this, so 
so then I was like, okay, I, I kind of have an idea as to how to do this, but what am I going to do that's going to be different than everybody else? Set yourself apart. Right. How am I going right. to right. set myself apart? And so I don't know exactly what it was, but one day I thought, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk to these guys that are having livestock sales, and, and I'm going to help them promote their sales. Because you and I, how many sale catalogs do we get in the mail every day with three pages on each oh my on each gosh. animal of footnotes yeah and i thought i thought what if we just talk about those I, i'm animals? gonna be honest with you i don't read footnotes anymore right right <laughs> I'm, i just i i think you're I, in the majority see, of that mm-hmm. though i, I don't see the many people i do. see the picture i see the pedigree right and i might read a little bit of the footnote just to see if they're selling half interest or right. retaining a flush on something right. that i'm interested in but like right Besides that, I'm like, yeah, flip the page and, you know. Right. Where's the next one? Because we get so many. We get right. bombarded. Right. And it's hard to read them while we're going down the road as much road time as we Right. Have. And so I thought, how can we do this where they can hear that? And, you know, the the Angus deal, the um, I Am Angus, uh, my dad was on that. They did a story uh-huh. on him. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? They do a great job with the I Am Angus. Yeah. Stuff. And I thought, how can I mix these two together? Uh-huh. That's why I thought, you know, that's what I'm going to do. We're going to talk to these guys that are having sales, but we're not just going to promote their sale because, yeah, that's okay, but not everybody's going to want that part. Some people are going to want to learn about guys in California or, or West Virginia or Maine or whatever that they haven't ever heard of and tell their story. Tell right. about, you know, what is their story? What is their operation about? What do they do? And who's behind it, you know? Because right. sometimes we, we get into these sales and it's, Okay, here's the sale manager, and here's the auctioneer, and here's the owner, and that's it. I mean, that's all those guys know. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, why don't we kind of get those guys that are having these sales? Inter- you know, hey, I got John Davis. He works in the show barn, you know, every day, or he gets the sale cattle ready, or he that. And, and, and so I wanted to do that with that and through a podcast and 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 be able to talk and not have to write the story because I'm a horrible writer, of course. You know, the, the, all these blogs, and I'm a horrible reader. And so all these blogs and things that come out, you know. <laughs> that's where I come and, into play. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> and all the footnotes, and I'm like, no. Let's see, let's see if we can do this while they're going down the road. And I'm like, what's, you know, Diamond T got for sale? Or, or what's Colton Thigpen out of QB got for sale? Or what's right. Mountain View Farms have for sale out in Virginia? And, and what are they selling? And and so I thought, why don't we do that? Yeah. And I, I, I guess my strongest is the cattle background. But I thought, why can't we open this up? You know, why can't we do goats? Why can't we do sheep? Why can't we do pigs? And, and so then I thought, okay, what am I going to call it? What are we going to call this thing? We're going to have a podcast. we got to have a catchy name. What am I going to – and I don't know what we were doing one day, what I was doing. Uh, I don't know if I was working cattle. I don't remember what I was doing, and it just all of a sudden hit me. We're going to do this before sales. You got to bid on at a sale. So we're going to call it before the bid. That's right. And I see it. I, see I it. still remember that phone call. I see it like it was text. yesterday. <laughs> I, I still remember that phone call. I sent her, sent her a text or called her or something. And I said, this is what we're going to call You it. sent me a text and right. said you had some, some exciting news we needed to talk about. Right. And I think I called. And, and we had a pretty lengthy conversation about it. Right. And I think you're just as excited sitting here listening to you talk about it today as you <laughs> well, were great. that day on that conversation. I was fired up. I you were. Stop. You were fired up. I don't know. Yeah. That's great. So that's, I mean, that's kind of where it 
That's kind of where it came from. So that's the long story. It's like he, to, like he fell off to... the chair and hit his head and saw the flux capacitor. Yep. And then now he's going to, what is it, Dr. Emmett Brown. He's going to yep. go back yep. to the future. So I haven't seen that show in forever. <laughs> I mean, he like, had this idea. Yeah. I remember idea. the phone conversation and, and talking about it, and I'm like, okay, well, that's something we need to think about. I, I don't know that I gave it as much thought at the time as he did, but I'm like, okay, that's something we need to think about. And then when he called me that day with the name, it was just pretty much game on. We just hit the ground running. Like, this is, we need to roll with this. And there have been many long nights <laughs> and, <laughs> and many conversations to get it off the ground and, and up and running, but I'm right. pretty proud of what we've done so far. So How do you yeah. use all this stuff? Well, I've, I see it, you know, just to kind of, you know, put my two cents worth in here, you know, like what you guys have came up with, I see it as another platform right, right, to build relationships. Yeah. Because this business, most, well, you know, with our um, technology developing as fast as it is, you know, sure. I don't have to go on and on and preach about this stuff, but like the good old relationship of seller and buyer, it's not just buyer and seller. You know, you want to buy something from, from somebody you trust, from somebody that you believe in. Sure their ideas and their fundamental values on whether it's developing an Angus program or or developing, you know, Suffolk U's or Durop Gilts or, or whatever, you know. You wanna do you wanna trust in these people and so we have to develop these relationships and this is just another form of media that we can use this platform absolutely to get out there because the world's a smaller place because of things like you guys do. Right. But also, you know, I never thought I would ever be this busy in my entire life. Right. With, I've got an almost 11-year-old and a 13-year-old, and we're playing multiple sports <laughs> and showing cows, uh-huh. pigs. Got a, got a lamb. <laughs> You'd be happy to hear. Yes, but like, Absolutely. And then uh, there's just so much going on. Well, we can't make it everywhere to to look at these cattle. We can't make it everywhere to look at the goats or whatever you're wanting. But we can learn more about this. And that's why I like the platform that you right. all pre- present for right. us Absolutely. to right. you. So right. that's just my two cents. Worth. Right. Well, that's what that, I mean, that was. And that's, I think that that's your goal. goal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's that's what I. Have another platform for these guys. That's right. That's right. So how did you put all this together and then, like, it's all the editing and all the, you know, just like, let's let's go ahead and, and move right into, like, all this stuff. Because, like, sitting here right now, we just took a video, you know, I, I don't know if it's showing all the headsets and wires and... And laptops and right. all kinds of stuff that I could really mess up. How do you guys put all this together? I will start by saying in the beginning it was much more challenging than it is now, per se. Because I was still in Ohio. He was still in Indiana. Um, so we were trying to run this thing together separately. 
there were a lot of different entities, and obviously he couldn't do all of it. Well, and, the separation of distance of has got to be one huge obstacle yes, right there. Absolutely. And there were, and we already knew from the get go that there were going to be parts that he did that I didn't. I'm never going probably ever besides this one right here be <laughs> interviewing or interviewing you might on be a com- you might come back as a return guest <laughs> I i've I done I, I i'm returning but now. you're fantastic no that you're great why. too that is no why. i am just i'm I am full not, of it I'm ask <laughs> my wife i'm just full of it that's it uh, we knew from the get-go it was always going to be him right. doing the interviews. I really didn't have any interest in that part of it. It wasn't my forte. But we needed to figure out what I could do to help lighten the load for him um, being as far away as I was, still living in Ohio. And so we started kind of playing around with the editing thing. We found a program that we really liked, and we started learning that. Him more so than me. He was kind of learning it and then teaching me as, as we went along. Um, but I, I instantly started in with the invites. So I do the research on the people who are having the sales and when they're having them and what they're selling and what the background of their operation is. And then I reach out to all of those people and I, I send them an invite saying, hey, would you, we'd really like to have you on this podcast. We're interested in your operation. We'd love to be able to tell your story. Let's do it. Let, let's get you on the podcast. So I really started out there. And then obviously since I've moved down here and, and we're closer and working in much more of a confined area. Um, Sometimes too confined. <laughs> too confined, yes. Uh, that has been able to do the majority of the editing after he records the podcasts. Um, I do a lot of the videos that we do for them once they put once they record the podcast with us. Um, I put the videos together for the most part. And then after that, we just kind of tag team things. Um, so I kind of start it by, by doing the research and sending out the invites. He kind of takes over by getting the background background information from them and 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 recording the podcast and then we just kind of tag team everything else as far as editing and putting the videos together um and then getting them published on all the all the sites that we publish them because there are several and so that's kind of time consuming in itself Mm -hmm. making sure they get put out where they're supposed to be so um it was a challenge in the beginning but it's getting a little easier right but back back to the, the original question what how do you even start I had to research for hours. What do I need? I'm sure there's a lot of, you know, trial and error uh, when it yes. comes to, yes. especially technologically. Yes. And, and I'm not. Advanced stuff that I'm not. <laughs> I can't even say it right. Technically advanced stuff. And, and I'm not. I'm, I mean, so, you I know, mean. I do enough. I use computers and stuff for my for my regular stuff. But I didn't know anything about recorders or, or anything like that, really. And so I had to do all that research, and and so we looked into that, and, and we were driving. I don't know where we were going one we day. We were, we were heading and I somewhere. Said, Here's what we need: get on whatever it is. Yeah, he basically it. said, get on, get on the web and find it. Is what he told yeah. me. This is a picture of it and what we need. Google get on the web it, and find it. Get yep. it from Amazon. Do something. Yes. And so that's what we did, and and we had. We, we, we do use some of the equipment that we use for calling basketball games. Uh-huh. And, and so I'd learned a little bit through that. Uh, and, and that's really where the videos came in. But, but I use some of that equipment and, and got a great guy, a couple great guys that I work with that, that let me do that kind of stuff. And, and so all the equipment to get together. And, and, and then the videos came along. See, we were just doing the podcast for a long time. Uh-huh. And then through the basketball games, we were doing Facebook Lives. And okay, so we started doing that. So thus, the video idea was right. born. I was like, why can't I do a video with these guys? 
And so, so why can't I show what their their livestock in the sale? Why can't I show that on a video? Yeah. And so and have them talk about that, like we've done on some of ours on the right. Diamond T, where I'm talking about that calf. Right. And not only like kind of giving reasons, right, a little bit, but kind of dumbed down realistic reasons right and providing a little information about that calf's right. grandmother or right whatever you know while people voice farm. right and while you're doing that we're showing yeah lots, yeah and, and, and six watts, yeah you're seeing you're yeah. seeing lot 25 who i'm talking about right and which right. is which is really a unique thing mm-hmm. to actually i think i think that is so unique and so beneficial because you're hearing mm-hmm. the person that raised this product and Absolutely. put their blood, sweat, and tears into this product right. tell you everything they know about that product. Right. And in today's hectic world, that might save you a phone call. Mm-hmm. Right. Or it might create three phone calls. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Where they give you a shout. Hey. Right. You, you really like this cow's granddam. She's one that you bought from blah, blah, or, right. you know, and, yeah, right. I, I think that's more. so beneficial. Yeah, and that, that's what it's all about. And they didn't have to read, they didn't have to sit and read that for, you know, <laughs> yeah. 20 minutes to, or, or an hour and a half, me reading through a catalog to read all the footnotes, probably take two hours, but. Yeah, that's know, right. You don't have to do that. And, and so that's where the video idea came in. That's a whole nother whole nother swing of things. You I remember learn. that phone conversation yeah. as well. And uh, I would be the first I to admit. I bet the editing and to, be to make the, the voices match the videos is a uh, is lot a of lot. fun. It's a lot of fun, right? It's a lot yes. of fun. Okay. It is fun. <laughs> it is really? Fun. It, is it is fun. fun. It Are is you serious? Fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's, it's, it is yeah. fun. I cannot believe it would be fun. It's tough, it but is. it's fun. Yeah. We've got a certain program that we use that that we use through the, the ball games and and so we've got them kind of down there and we can we can throw okay. them up in there but you got a lot of sorting through some of these guys will send us i mean we did we did a oh what was the one sale is it was a hundred lots or mm-hmm. something like that and so you've Just got to sort down through those oh when he goes gosh. to talking about lot 40 and, and i think it was <laughs> i think it was the lens sale with glenn davis Lins. we've had yeah. glenn davis okay. on there twice and and so you know Glenn's flying, trying to get through this catalog, so so we're not oh dragging my gosh, on. Yeah. Hit the high notes, and and so you got to go down, and you got to find lot forty or lot forty one, two, three, and and play those as, as they're going, and and so so. Did it's, they all have videos? Yeah. yeah. On a hundred lots, they had hundred yeah. videos. Yeah. Yeah. And Man. pictures. Yeah. Still pictures and videos. So glad yeah. I wasn't working that picture pen. <laughs> it's yeah. it was a lot yeah. for sure. So, it's fun for me, I guess, because I do most of the editing, and I don't get to. I get to hear one side of the podcast as it's being recorded, and that's his. I I can't hear the other people when he's recording the podcast with them. Really? So when I get to around to editing it, that's the first time I'm really getting to hear the interaction and the actual full interview. The whole so thing. you've heard me many times be like, "You're gonna need to edit that." <laughs> Wait, let's stop. You're going to need to edit this too. Wait, do we have enough in here? Because I think I said that we need to edit about half of what I've said. Brandy's going to need to cut that I messed, part out. I messed up again. Yes. So it's a lot of 
lot of fun for me when I do the editing because that's when I first get to hear it, both sides of the story. I get to hear it all together. So that is a lot of fun. But it's, it's a tedious task as well. And, and, yeah. and it gets to be a lot to handle yeah. sometimes. But it's, it's fun. And the first ones was before she came down. The first couple of them I did. And I was trying to, to learn the system and, and edit some things. And so I tried not to edit a whole lot. <laughs> uh-huh. And so if people go back and listen to the first ones, they're like, oh, my God. And then I came in. And, and so I was now like, oh, she's, I mean, I'm a little more meticulous yeah. about. And, and then that's because I make a promise. I talk to these people, and not, we get a lot of people who say, I can't do this. I can't. I can't be recorded. I can't. I don't have enough to say. I don't have anything interesting to say like I can't and or I'm gonna I'm gonna fumble around and I'm gonna mess up and and you know that's the first thing I tell them I do the editing so you have nothing to worry about <laughs> yeah, I there will you make go. you sound <laughs> like perfection it's fine now do it you have fine. a do you have a good home office that you're doing this from <laughs> yes my living room from your living room my living room well the office. which is our office that's the yeah. office we sadly yeah. enough we do so much work and so little living Right? That we transformed our living room into our office. We don't even have a living space. We don't have okay. a living room. We don't have a, you know, a sit-down room and watch TV or hang out. And you know that that's the barn or that's the office. <laughs> watch, watch TV. Right. I've heard right. of this thing before, <laughs> because, like I said earlier, I've got kids in multi-sports. Right. We play volleyball, softball, basketball, baseball, wrestling. Oh my Basketball goodness. again, and then wow. track and field and cross country. Oh my! Then the multi-species. So there's this thing that these people talk about, Did and you it's watch? called you watching TV. Right. Now we watch Netflix sometimes. Right. Yep. We yep. do that as and well. And stuff like that. But like, there isn't any of this. You know, Friends is really popular again. Yep. And you know, I remember um, yep. what it, was it? Must see TV. Yes. On Thursday nights, yep. and yes. Friends was always on at right. like eight or nine o'clock, yep. and you'd, yep. you'd you'd be home at that time to watch that Absolutely. TV show. Yeah, there isn't any of that stuff anymore. No. No. I mean, you're no. going to a practice, and then you and just, games and shows. Oh yeah, and, and shows. And, and if you're not away doing all of those things, there's so much to catch up on in the barn that who. Who can justify yeah, sitting down and being like, I just need to relax for a little bit. No, no. No, you That's can't. not okay. That's, That's not kind of the way life is right now. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, so. so you know, so that answered my question about the office space. Yeah. <laughs> living room. Yeah. Awesome. The yeah. living room. That it has is. been transformed into the office space. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Look out of the office. We literally moved all of the furniture out of the living room, got rid of it in all of our desks, and all of our technological devices are in our living room, and that's where we work. Right. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> it makes for a pretty Just, nice size office. Yeah. 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 But it's yeah. pretty cool. I mean, we've got Bigger three desks to fit in there and a lot of equipment, and so it, it, it pretty much suffices. Yeah. I mean, it works. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people that come in are like, whoa, what? <laughs> like, where's your living room? I'm like, You're looking at it. It just happens to also be our office. But So now we're learning everything about, you know, the man behind the curtain. Exactly. In Oz. About <laughs> yeah. the goings on behind the scenes. Yes. This stuff is not being taken 
taking place in some fancy office. It's in the living room. Right. Yep. right. We didn't start in the but garage. Hey. We started in the living room. Yeah. yeah. Way better. Because if you're in Indiana, you're not going to be wanting to work in your garage in <laughs> like six months a year. <laughs> right. It's going to be right. cold. It's going to be damp. Yes. I know how yeah. it is. But we do. We have the... We do have the uh, the horses, the uh, Briar horses. We got those in the garage, so we do the auction stuff out of the garage. We do. <laughs> oh <laughs> we do yeah. Stuff inside. Yes. Yeah. Well, some parts yeah. of it. Some right. parts of it have to be done in the garage. Right. Some parts of yeah. it we can move inside to the office. But yeah. Yeah. We're good. Okay, so where can we find all these podcasts out at? Can we can we go back? Is there a bank that we can listen to every single podcast from day one. Absolutely. And let's start out. I'd like to preface that question with who was your first podcast? <laughs> who was it what? with? What was it about? And then I'd like to know where we can find all of them. Go back and can we listen and then re-listen? Okay. Sure. You know, find out sure. all that. You want to you know who was first. Okay, who's well, first? If you want to know who's first. Well, I, I kind of got it all figured out, and, and then I can, I can go back here in just a second. But the first guy that I that I interviewed, I'd work with right here in Louisville, right down here uh, in this barn. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. We're in the West Wing right, right, right now. Right, yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. there's. Can you imagine all the cattle that have been through this oh, barn right goodness. now? Oh, my God. All the this champions and. History right here. Oh How my much gosh. history is in this yeah. place? Champions. Right. The great breeding instruments, right? The cattle that have reshaped the industry right. have been through here, right? Absolutely. You know, right. let right. alone to think the dollars that have exchanged and yeah. made these different famous bulls famous or these famous cows famous or whatever, right. you know. Yeah. Now I got off on a tangent. Yeah. So you <laughs> so, met this guy so I met this right guy. down here, yeah, we were and you and him sold a million dollar bull. No. No, and we, oh. <laughs> we, I, I did a little bit of my background. I, I did a little bit of fitting. I, uh-huh. I went around and did a little bit. And and uh, Steve Patton was at Roth at that time. Right. And so so Roth brought a whole crew. And, uh-huh. and there was this wild and crazy guy that was on the crew. And, uh, you know, he's always talking about liquid sunshine. And, you know, look at me, looking at you. And, you know, all this crazy stuff. I mean, this guy, it, when I tell you, this guy's He's crazy, and you're going, oh yeah. Well, I, I kind of, we kind of come up with an idea, kind of figured it out, and I said, you know what? I know this guy has a sale in the fall, and and I think he'd be a great talker and a great speaker. And so I sent him a message, and I said, hey, KBRD, I'm starting this thing, and I want you to be the first guest on it. And so really, yeah. So so uh, Kim Kim is a good friend of mine yeah. I did not well, know I he did. was your first yeah. guest that's yeah. awesome so he's did, a great guy did I describe yes. him right I mean that's yeah. the way he is wow and crazy he's so entertaining <laughs> still that way I love talking yeah. with Kim yes. a, yeah and so so we we did it and, he, and I'm like I'm trying a new thing I'm trying to do this I hope you'll do it yeah I'm, I'd love to and and so we did and and so um, it went on and and we got it we got it recorded. I didn't do a whole lot of editing to it, uh-huh. and I put it up on the on the program. So, and, and back to where can you get it? Um, and, and again, that kind of goes back a little bit to getting all the stuff put together. What program are we going to use to host this thing? Well, right. there's 25, 30, 40 different programs out there that can host podcasts. 
And some of them are like, okay, you're limited to X amount for a month or X amount for a week, and, and you can only put this much on there. And I'm like, when we get this thing really going like we want, we're going to be doing three or four a week or more. Right. And so I've got to have enough that I can put everything I want on there and not have a limit on how much material I put on in a week's time. And so I found Podbean. Uh huh. Podbean's not terribly popular, I guess you could say. Uh, and, and so that that's a little one of the struggles. But, but you can find them on podbean.com. And then we started a Facebook page. Uh, one of the eight Facebook pages I manage or something like that. So... Uh, well, that's about the easiest way to look something up. And now I kind of manage. <laughs> right. If you want to look something up or look somebody it up, is always on you just Facebook them right. and you just find it out from there. It is always it's, on yeah. Facebook. Right. So well, that sounds great. You can just do it that way. Right. <laughs> so they're on Facebook, and that's where they Podbeam will link the voice to Facebook. And so the voice thing, the, the voice recording will also be on Facebook. But then when we started doing the videos, we put the videos on Facebook. So you can find those on our Facebook page, Before the Bid uh, Facebook okay. page. All the videos, uh, you go to Podbean, and you can listen to all the podcasts from whenever. you got a lot, of, a lot of hours in the tractor, a lot of time driving. You can listen to all of them. And you don't have to care what lot five yeah. was last March or, or two Aprils ago, but learn about the operation. Learn about the people behind them. Oh, it's learn just like reading an old sale catalog. Yeah. Right. Who doesn't? Right. I have, there's several different operations, you know, I keep their sale catalogs because not only do I not just like to go back and, and read about their pedigrees on their different cows, sometimes I like to go back and look at those candid photos. Right. You and know, and, and see those pictures of uh, the different sires in the back of the page or mm-hmm, the different yeah. show winners mm-hmm. at the back of the catalog or, or maybe even just some candids that they have. Mm-hmm. Of, it's pretty interesting, right? right? But you can go back yep. and you can learn all that stuff from going to back episodes of right. Before the Bit, right. which I think is great. Right. And we're on a lot of other venues as well. I mean, we're on pretty much all the social media websites. I mean, we're on our videos are on YouTube. Yeah, we've got our own YouTube. We have our own YouTube YouTube channel, channel. so you can go and subscribe to it. Hit subscribe and and see all. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Spotify. Um, Okay. We're on a lot of them. There's a lot of avenues for different people to to explore and find us pretty easily. We we are not on. In the, in the thing that gets us in a little bit of trouble, we are not on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. We're not okay. on Apple Podcasts for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, we we've had trouble with with the Podbean. We called Podbean, and said, "Hey, what's going on? Why can't we get on, on uh-huh. the Apple Podcast?" We called Apple, and and Podbean says, "Well, it's <laughs> Apple's problem." Yeah. We called Apple. <laughs> Apple said it's Podbean's Podbean. problem, and then some of the Apple things, some of the Apple issues. Uh, I'm kind of a guy that that uh, cares about our industry and, and, and cares about some of those things. And uh, when there's things that are against it, right? I'm against it. Yeah. So so that's a little without getting real crazy with it. But we're not on. Which Apple he Podcasts. could get really crazy. Oh we're, yeah. 
<laughs> we want to talk about some different restaurants and some different exactly. advertising issues. And some there's places we don't probably, eat. There's hey, places. there's places we don't eat either. There's places exactly. we don't eat. There's certain brands where I'm like, hey, I would really like this. And he's the absolute but I will, t- I will tell you, when we go through Chillicothe, we stop at Moe's. Mm-hmm. Southwest Grill. We don't stop at another Mexican restaurant right. just because of right. some yeah. of the advertising that yeah. they yes. did. And Mo's has the greatest queso. Mm. It is amazing. Queso's good. Yeah. You are a Mexican. And I got American. off subject. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yes, I agree with you on that yeah. stuff. And I'm yeah. yeah. But I mean, you got to you got to stand up for right. something. Right. And, and at so some point, not fall for anything. Not yeah. Right. Hey, Look wait. at you. Look at Isn't you. Uh, you are rubbing off on me. This is sickening. <laughs> talking oh my gosh. That's, he does. That's old 90s. That was old yeah. Who was that? that? That was telling my age right there. Let's just, let's move on. Move okay. on. <laughs> but, was that Aaron Tippin? Yeah. Yeah. I think that yeah, was Aaron it was. Tippin. It was. All right. So that's, I love the who sings this game. Yeah. So, no, I can't and, wait to all the people who are going to listen to this and go, who the? It was Aaron Tippin. <laughs> 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 Aaron what are they talking about? Yeah. Yeah, and, and so a lot of the new people find it. You know, a lot of the younger generation finds us on on those things, and mm-hmm. and so um, you can find us on that. If you download the Podbean app on your phone, it'll come out every time we have one out. Yep, it comes out because we're not a every Monday. We're not a every Tuesday. We're not a every you know. We don't we, have a set schedule. Right, we we don't have that set schedule. We work around other people's schedule when their right. sales are and when it's going to be convenient for them for us to put that out to be the most promotional for them uh-huh. um, so we work around their schedule we don't set a set schedule and say you have to conform to that we conform to their schedule and and right. do what what is best for them so so it may come out on a sunday it may come <laughs> we may have two that come out on the same day we have, right. may have one in the morning and, and one right. that we do in the evening so that they each get their fair uh, and equal time but that's when it needs to come out to be best promotional for their sales so that's what we do for them yeah so so through that pod app it'll send a message to your phone hey before the bid has a new one out has a new podcast out and and so if you want to listen to it you can listen to it if not it'll be up on the facebook page fairly shortly so you can go to the facebook page and find it there or youtube yeah or, I'm, or YouTube i remember uh, <laughs> one of our first ones that we did together mm-hmm. you were going to release it to the facebook page at like mm-hmm. 7 p.m on right that right yeah thursday night or whatever right. friday night and and man a lot of people like listen to it right then yeah yeah, yeah. and then that um uh, that was like in april we were advertising for a spring sale mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then there was another guy that or one of my customers that had never bought anything from me he was a farmer he was spent a lot of time in the tractor listened to the podcast got mm-hmm. very interested because of the podcast because of that podcast he called me up and visited with me about a heifer he bought a heifer for ten thousand five hundred dollars oh, wow that's awesome just that's awesome. that that's first so the cool. first time we did it yeah just out of the blue right you know so right. that's, awesome. that's the goal I mean, that's, that's the, the goal. goal it's just a platform that opens goal. up opportunities right and he called me and with interest and yeah Right. So, which leads it, into another segue. I mean, we get a lot of questions. I send out all, all the invites, or the majority of the invites. So I, I have the first contact with these people in discussions, and and always the first question I get is, "What's it cost? Right. What's it going to cost me?" That's always the first question usually that people fire back at me. Um, 
and and we do we charge a very what I would consider a very minimal fee for the oh, services that yeah. we provide and and so we have a lot of conversations with people where it's like you know I know that sometimes it's like okay well I already paid to promote it this way I already paid to do this I already paid to do that I'm already spending this I don't know if I want to spend more money to promote you know what what we're already doing and and we just simply tell them and it's it's mere logic and it's rational thinking if you just put it into perspective but we tell them you know for the very minimal fee that we charge to do all of this if it gets one person who has never bought from you or considered or been, been interested in before, not even to purchase per se from your sale, but just a place of bid, right? It is already more than paid for itself, and that's that just one person placing a bid, just one person. Yeah. So it's just such a minimal fee. Like we're just we're just passionate about helping the livestock industry and the operations that are trying to do good for that industry so that's what we're trying to do and at the same time right. we, we don't need another volunteer job <laughs> we've we got don't. a lot of those yeah it and is so, time consuming right Very and and, and right. i do believe that anybody who puts time and effort and blood sweat and tears into something like we do that you should be compensated um at least minimally which i think what we ask is very right. minimal right. compensation right. so and you know we're just trying to help people out yeah. i believe we're right in thing. a we're in kind of an interesting transitional time right now with our our media medias with their advertising in you know our our print media that we're advertising in it's kind of one of those things where you still kind of have to do it right yeah. some mm -hmm. right but you can't just just do print right right and you can't just do social media right or or just podcasts or whatever you kind of have to do a little bit of everything sure and i like how your guys have uh pricing and your guys advertising on this it's just very uplifting and it's very beneficial to everything right but uh, i don't know we might go to all digital you know advertising here Right. fairly shortly right i could see it happening very shortly right. just because so many people don't even get the magazines anymore right no they opt mail. not to get <laughs> yeah. the journal right. or the register or whatever else that they're right. you know getting as as far as breed magazines or whatever you know they they're getting everything digitally sure right that's, of course, they get a lot of them. They stack up on the desk, and they do. You get tired of it, and you yep. throw them in the trash. You know, oh, that's there. You, to, ago. you <laughs> don't. You don't throw them away right away. You know, you gotta you wait till there's a an inch of dust, and that's they're really in the way. But you do. You have to. We're definitely headed towards more digital yeah. advertising. But like, this is, I think, a way way that you guys are advert or help with this advertising here. It's not only up to date in digital advertising sure. but it's got that personal Absolutely. you know effect to it that i believe that can reach out and that platform can really develop relationships Absolutely. right, right. Yeah. that's right. just me that might testify into that right and well, my idea that. and that's what we want to do that's the goal yeah 
I mean, that's a golden. No, you won me over. And we got me brainwashed on that. (laughs) Thanks. No, that's that was. I thought it was my own idea that I just had. (laughs) I was so fired up because yeah, you know, I sent you a message. Hey, you know, and and you know, we knew each other, but not uh huh, not you know, we knew of each other and and that sort of thing, but not talked a whole lot or or Uh been good friends or anything like that. And I sent you a message. Hey, this is what we're doing. And you're like, shoot, shoot, yeah, let's do it. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I told I told Brandy. I said. You know who John Davis is? I said, you know, he was the champion hill, and now he's Diamond D. And, I mean, this guy is, you know, this is this is a big he's guy. A big deal. A big deal. <laughs> I don't know about this that. This is a big deal. And I'm like, I've been fortunate so awesome. to be a part a of deal. some nice operations. I don't know about being a big deal. Right. But, but you, you're. You don't get those well, opportunities you, if you're not a pretty big deal. Oh, right. Well. I mean, right. You, you've, but, you've made that for yourself. I appreciate and that. And so that, Thank you. It, that's one of the greatest things about it is I get to talk to some of those guys that it's like. You know, I'd, I'd probably not talk to him ever before or or anything like that. So That is his yeah, favorite I think, part, I would say. And I think we got a, yeah, we got off our question, but yeah. He did. But, yeah. He, yeah that, that's, that, that probably, my next question is, yeah. what do you enjoy <laughs> most about doing your podcast? <laughs> we're just going to lead right in. Mind, and man, you right just you led me right into that. But it, it is that talking to those people. And, and learning people, we, we just did one for uh, a, an outfit called Cox Showboats. Uh-huh. They're, they're out in New Mexico. And I went to New Mexico. Few, first time I ever flew, I went to New Mexico to clip some cattle for a New Mexico State Fair. Really? And so I've been there, and I know there's, it's almost like the floor right here in the West Wing. Correct. There's almost as much vegetation in here as there is it's in big, New Mexico. It's big country. <laughs> And there is huge. a lot of big country out there. And it's huge. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And so, really neat. So here this guy and I are, are texting back and forth and sending pictures back and forth. And this is our land and, and this is what it is. And we're talking land prices and, and, and just the neat things like that. That I get to talk to those guys in New Mexico. And we did one for a, for a club lamb deal, Mountain View Club Lambs. And they're out east. Mm-hmm. And and I get to see the ground out east and talk to those guys that are out there and, and what's your ground like, what's your you know, climate like, or, or what's your, your operation like, what can you guys do out there? Right. And then you talk to the, you talk to the Colton Thigpins and the Phil Williams and, the, and, and some of those guys that we got to go see in Texas. we got to take a trip to Texas. It to is on around. the bucket yeah. list. We it, are. <laughs> I would love to go see Phil Williams' operation because the they're old school. You know, it's still it's horseback and – and everything is just, and, and that just fascinates me because you don't see a whole lot of that these days anymore. I mean, we don't. We ride a four-wheeler, not a horse. So uh, that's how we're rounding cattle. But, yeah. yeah, it's just those kind of, where it's like, wow, there is a whole nother world out there yeah. that does things yeah. differently than we do. And that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It, it's pretty interesting. I enjoy it. And, and getting to talk to those guys, that, some of the guys that are leaders in the industry, like right. John Davis. Glenn Davis, Colton Thigpen, uh-huh. Bob Kim. Uh, we did a sheep yeah. one with Bob yeah. Kim, uh, just to kind of off the top of my head. And, and some of those, some of those guys. And we did one out of Canada uh, with Millbrooks. And Millbrooks are that one of the awesome. one of the largest shorthorn deals going on in Canada. And how cool this thing is. Okay, so we <laughs> we she sends the invites, and so she's like, "What is this?" And I'm like, "I think that's Canada." 
And so we were talking to him that right. day as we were going down to Reese Johnson's. We were down at Reese Johnson's yeah. looking at those cattle. Reese right. has done a podcast with us. Yeah, I listened to Reese's yeah. podcast on my way home from Kansas, Kansas City. City there yeah. last fall. Yeah. Reese uh, was a former customer there of mine whenever yeah. we were at Champion Hill. They yeah. And so we talked really to good him. Cattle. We, we, we meet up with him in Canada, and I'm like, this is Canada. And she's like, okay. So I ask him, is, is this Canada? Well, yeah. And so we get to talking. And they have short horns, and I'm like, okay, I'm not very big in the short horn. I don't know a whole lot of short horn people and this and that and the other. Well, we sold a bull to Indiana. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, he's, okay. So they sell this bull to Indiana. And she says, well, yeah, do you know Jason Newcomb? Uh, yeah, kind of. I grew, grew up, up with, with him. Grew up with Jason <laughs> there Newcomb. You go. We yeah. went to church together. We went through uh-huh. 4-H together. Our families are our friends. She says, well, yeah, this bull's down at Jason Newcomb's. That bull is on the farm that I grew up in until I was a freshman in high school. Right. So he's on, the, you know, this bull that come out of Canada, this one fireball, fireball. is his name. <laughs> okay. And he's won, he's won so much. Uh-huh. And here he is on the farm that I grew up in coming out of Canada. Huh. And, and I've been gone from that place for 25 years or whatever it is. So that is... You so know, we that, did what any logical person would do. We jumped in the car right. and we drove there to go yeah, see this fireball. We, we drove were to like, my, yeah, we had yeah. to go see him on right. the farm that, right. that Andy grew up on. Like, we have to. So yeah. that's what we did. It, it, so it's just so, it's just so cool. It's to, a huge world, but it's such uh, a small world. Right. That's what it yeah. boils down to. But it, and to do those things and to talk to those guys. And, and just like, you know, we, we talked to Danny Poss this last fall okay and yeah danny and i went on uh beef leaders institute together uh-huh. room together one night so we got to being good friends and so i was like danny you got to help me out with this podcast and he kind of helped me get started a little bit as well and i said danny what do you think these guys want to do and what they want to know and, and so he he told me some things and we talked about some things and so finally i got danny tied down because danny's not a big talker i mean you know Danny, yeah. he, he's like I, I can't i can't talk <laughs> 40 minutes right. and it ended up I don't know how long it went but it went a long time uh-huh. and so here they sell this Deadwood bull for right. you know 900,000 I think yeah and, and so we get those kind of cool things on there some of those animals that go through there are, you know it's, it's awesome to meet the people right. and then it's so cool we get on and we watch almost every sale that we can and maybe not the no, whole time, but we're we checking do in. We watch every sale that uh-huh. we, we check in. We watch every sale. We right. check in with every sale, and it's so cool to see these. Mostly because I'm trying to keep him from bidding on. Oh, there you go. <laughs> now I'm texting him usually during the diamond tea sales, trying to get him to bid. No, listen, there was you didn't need to because there was no me talking him out of it at that point in time. And oh, so he was man. on there, he was bidding, <laughs> and it was a set thing. It was going to happen, and I didn't even try to talk him out of it. It was like, okay. This is, this is what we're going to do. Let's pick out our favorites. Let's see what we agree on, and we'll go after them. Right. But, you know, he's – we like to call Andy a social butterfly. He's, he's pretty good at socializing. He likes to talk to people. I don't know that he knows a stranger. We joke a lot about that. You, you, can't, you can't walk five feet with him. It's like, oh, hey, let's go here. And you can't get five feet without him running into two or three people that he knows that he has to stop and talk to for – quite a while which is fine thus thus the age-old dilemma of how long is it going to take us to get out of the barn at louisville yes and if you think getting out of the barn here at the fraternity is bad even well even now we can't tie out until it cools down you know and but like at the north american 
whenever you just have to walk down that main aisle and oh my gosh it takes hours, hours. it yes. does but that's hours. the way it goes these are hours. these are our friends it's a family reunion You're every time right. and we're You're so grateful right. to get to be here this weekend you know um, one of the world's premier livestock exposition facilities absolutely right? and get to show cattle Right. And get to get to talk to everyone. The cattle are just an excuse. Right, right, right. The cattle are right. just an excuse. And yeah, you get to see like you know, this sire ha is producing this, and these these cows are producing. This farm is you know up and coming, and and whatever you know. But um, it's just an excuse to get to see everybody. Absolutely. Really. Because it's a very social business. I learned that a lot very of people, quickly with him. Yeah. That's it is the just number. an excuse. That's right. It is an excuse. That's right. We love it. And I think that's, that's why his, we do this. And, and I think that's his favorite part of the podcast is meeting new people or talking with old friends and just really getting the history in the background. Um, and I enjoy that as well, although I don't do the interview parts of it, so I don't get to have that kind of an in-depth conversation with them per se. Um, I usually get the talking them into yes you can do this it'll be fine and you're not gonna uh -huh. sound like an idiot it will be great and you will come up with plenty to talk about uh -huh. in 40 minutes i promise oh um, yeah always but my and i guess what i kind of initiated and what my favorite part of it is because i do put the videos together and do the editing and such but is <clears throat> getting because we really started with the video thing was more of an idea of just making sure that they could show the livestock being offered at the sale that was our main objective like let we need them to be able to see what they're considering buying while these sellers are talking about them and really get a full idea of what they're looking at and um and i kind of you know suggested a few times like you know we talk about the operation and the history and the people that run it and the people behind the scenes and it would be great to get to see those, as you said before, candid pictures of those people and the operation. And, and that's probably my favorite part because a picture, a picture can say a thousand words. Like you mm -hmm. can see a picture and learn so much from a person's operation and their history and where they started and how they've evolved and, and where they are now. And I like that when I'm putting the videos together. I really like to see. Now, I'm, I'm the same way. I'll see the livestock that they're offering and be like, wow, that's... That's pretty awesome. Maybe we need to pay attention to this sale. But I really like to see the background pictures and, and you know, show the people who are, and just them being them in their lives, per se, not just in the livestock industry, but what right. do you do outside of that? And, and how did you get started? And that's really cool for me. I think I enjoy that the most, probably. Yeah. But I'm what, not the what's talker, so, so. We've got to see so many cool <laughs> So many so cool many things, cool and, things. And that's why we want to go to Texas because we want to go see some of those I've deals. Got to see We've some seen of those, those, those background pictures, and, and I don't know if you want to call them family pictures or the ranch pictures or whatever. And a little bit of both. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's and it, it's it's broadened my eyes. Another great thing, it's broadened my eyes to so many different things. I'm not a go guy. But I showed you that goat on that video yeah. earlier. That was we got, a we got the that was a set. good looking goat, and, and you should have bought it. No. I don't know. What, yeah, I think I was all in. You should have just bought it. <laughs> I am glad you were not there just, that night. I mean, when in doubt, just buy it, <laughs> and just make up an excuse just for money. it. You make more yeah. every day. Never yeah. ever in my life have I thought I'd get in the goat business, but I fell in love. With this dapple doe. And she was and a cool she was, she was, she was awesome. a cool goat. And that, she was. You know, that's opened my eyes through doing this podcast. 
Never, ever, ever, ever did I think I'd like eared cattle. Okay? Uh -huh. We did the Colton Thig Pen. We've, we've, we've done two with him now. Yeah. And the first one got me interested, got my daughter Allie interested. We got, Dad, we got to get some of these. We got to get right. some of these. Well, there's some good Brahmin influenced cattle. Yeah, yeah. Cattle out there. And so that's opened my eyes yeah. to those. Some of the pigs, it's like, oh my God. I'm not a big pig guy either. I mean, I'm I'm not big into owning. You know, she wants. She thinks we need some pigs. And, we absolutely and, need some. Pigs. We get on. I mean, we get see these sales and it's like, oh my gosh. Just I think I just thirty or forty sales. Yeah. yeah. That'll keep you. That'll that give you something else to do. Not much. <laughs> that is not asking no. that much. We've got we've got two 4-H projects for pigs, and that's that's plenty. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. And I really, I would be happy with that. I, yeah. I get my, I get my kicks on, on uh, breeding and raising and stuff. The little bit that I get to still be involved with my family's operation and stuff. But I would just like to have a couple show pigs yeah. on our operation. To, you know, we did it a couple years ago. We got some pigs from my brother and our family operation, and and we showed. And Allie and I absolutely loved it. My girls have shown since they've shown pigs that's all they've done their whole 4-h careers um since they were two and four they started and so to to have those pigs at our operation now and having Allie show them you know that got to that took me back we had a really good time with it and yeah. it, it's he likes to deny it but he had a lot of fun with those pigs too <laughs> and it's just a couple pigs i mean they were all right but it's, you had and they don't stuff. stink <laughs> They don't. No, seriously. I yeah, they just a couple of pigs, they stay clean. Yeah, they don't stink at all. Yeah. Oh no, just keep but, some fresh shavings in there. Yeah. Oh, we love them. And pigs and have great personalities. Their personalities they are have so great fun. And yeah. we have They're not like the best some pigs. With they are not like some of these Angus heifers. Right. Oh my god. Temperamental. Some of these Angus heifers. High maintenance. Very much so. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes I just tell my kids, I just hope the cow and the kid just come out of the ring at the same time. <laughs> yeah. and we not did that. completely hating each other. Well, <laughs> I think they came out hating each other a couple times today, but yeah. on a couple of them, but you'll have that. So I enjoy that, and yeah. I enjoy I enjoy learning about other. I mean, we've bid on so many that come through that thing. Yeah. Yes. We've actually bought mm -hmm. at least three head. And we've bid on through, so many more. And than we've that. bid on so and many. And I've had to take the computer away from you for so many more than yeah. that. Yeah. I've, I've bid more on a heifer that, that than I've ever bid on through at yes. K Bardee's. Yeah. Through learning about her through the podcast. Yeah. Yes. And so so I enjoy that. I, I enjoy and that. and the people and diamond, uh, diamond tees as well. Diamond tees as well. Diamond tees. I didn't take the computer away from him, but it was getting a little scary. I was like, listen, we talked about a price, <laughs> and you have already surpass that and we're still bidding but well next time we'll just get you cattle. a couple of pigs and you can yeah. go be taking care of them during the I diamond tea sale and leave andy John alone we'll, we'll get him to That's just go ahead ended up with the couple next, cattle from the podcast get his next I champion fell asleep just get and the I next champion the next right morning there. and he goes well I bought a couple <laughs> cattle from the sale lot. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? So yeah. I won't make that mistake again. It was pretty good. Oh, shoot. No. It was good. Yeah, we enjoyed that. And I, 
Well, it sounds like it's a lot of fun for everybody. Yeah, I know, absolutely. I know personally, in doing a couple of different podcasts with you all, mm-hmm. that I've had I've had a lot of fun. Yours are and nothing short of entertaining, I'm, absolutely. I'm, especially probably the edited stuff. And I guess I'll say but, that because today is today the first time that I've actually gotten to meet and speak to Paul. Is that correct? Yeah. I don't know that. Yeah, yeah I don't know okay, that I've yeah. ever met him face to face before, or actually had any kind of interaction with him. And I did today. What did he sell you? <laughs> his, his, he was giving his, stuff away to yeah. me. He was giving it to me for free. <laughs> okay, yeah. you think so? You're gonna buy well, something from him tomorrow. We're gonna pay our entry fees. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, oh yeah. Park your passes. So. But it was yep. so cool because I'm like, okay. I mean, we walked away, and I'm like, okay, so. All the then stories you're going to be a, a, a gold sponsor about. next year for the, the fraternity. You don't even know it yet. Wait That's till tomorrow. Right. Yeah. But all the stories I'm that a gold you sponsor told now. on your podcasts and the stories that I just died laughing at, editing and, and putting the videos together and stuff, I'm like... So that's the guy he was talking about with those stories, like to put a, a face to the name and and then get to play over that story in my head with a face to it. It's just, that that's good. Oh, no. Can't you see Paul taking the stick from John to throw yes. it? Yes, that that's, is the exact story that, that came to mind. With his cookie hat. Now he never that's, wore the cookie hat. Well, the farm he just wore like that. a Dectamax hat or something. <laughs> I don't know, but like a, not even a Champion Hill hat. He just. Whatever free hat he get. Yeah. But um he uh, <laughs> he's he's a character and the stories go on and on about that. So and anyway. So, so that's a lot of fun. We we do we enjoy we yeah. enjoy a whole lot about it. Yeah. And, and meeting new people and talking to new people and sitting down with people and her kinda of learning some of these people that I've known for a long time. Yeah. You know, right. Growing up in the industry. A so. lot of people that yeah. you've known for a long time. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. a lot. Well, we, I, I can relate to that. Some of our friends that aren't involved in the cattle industry or the livestock industry locally, they've gotten to meet at uh, some different shows and sales they've came with us to. It's like, hey, we want to see your kid's show. Yeah, you know? yeah. And we've got to introduce them to to Paul Hill and Quentin Smith and some of these guys and they're like oh my gosh you are telling the truth (laughs) these people in this industry are characters but that's just an example everybody there's lots of them and a lot of fun because I tell you what this industry right here is so tough right I mean back breaking heartbreaking pocketbook breaker <laughs> yeah, sure. that um, you have to be crazy right and have a certain love for it mm-hmm. and that's why people do it right and what you guys are doing with your podcast you know get helps them promote their crazy right right and and uh, you know get people to know them right Absolutely. let people know them because I don't I mean nobody wants to go buy some if you're gonna spend and these cattle, these goats, these pigs, these sheep, I mean, they're, they're not giving them away. No. no. And so, I mean, we feel like we do sometimes, but uh, we yeah. try not to give them away. Right. And so you want to spend your money and make your investment with somebody that you trust, 
that you like, that you have a relationship with. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. Absolutely. So, with that being said, how do you go about getting a podcast for your operation on a before the bid podcast? What's my initial step that I need to take? Well, so one, you need to have a sale. Okay. Some type of sale or an open house, something, something like that. A preview, anything. Yeah. Um, and if we don't find you, bring If me. I don't find you, right. then you are really hiding. Not well, putting yourself out okay. there. Yeah, I mean, we don't. We but I can, can I can call you Absolutely. or text you. Sure, or, yes. sure. That's what we we're doing. Encourage, encourage that 100%. Yeah. Sure. Text us, call us, email us uh, before the bid at gmail.com. Okay. Uh, text us, whatever. Find the Facebook, Facebook page. Facebook message us. Yeah, we got. Anything. We, we, we check it all. I had a guy the other day that said, sent us a Facebook message, said, hey, you know, want to know more about a podcast? So we talked on the phone about that uh-huh. and so you can message us on that um, I'll do an initial call we'll talk about a few things uh, kind of get people figured out what what do we want to talk about what do we what do we need to add into this thing and so we'll talk that and then we'll get on the phone to record the podcast we don't have to come to your place you don't have to come to ours you know we do Oregon California to Texas right. to Maine to, to Florida to Canada you know. <laughs> Yeah, and, and so we'll get on the phone, we talk, so we'll record that, and then if you want the video option as well, most people do some type of picture, some type of video, or you could even send us pedigrees, and, and we could put those up if you want the video option, send us all those pictures, email us on the Dropbox or, or whatever, um, send us all that information, and... We take care of the rest. Yeah. I know I've dropped boxed your pictures before. I was like, I don't even know which one's gonna be lot one yet. <laughs> right, right. You have to see. Yeah, and, and huh, somehow label those pictures so that right. we can tell. Yeah, we, know, we get it together. Are. Yeah. Once you figure we, it out. I sent, Yeah, I think I sent a some sort of a diagram. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember whose sale it was, but they sent us like ninety head, and I had the catalog, the lens, yeah, yeah lens. and they weren't all labeled. And so we spent, was I spent cool two hours trying to go through and match these cows up with which lot they were and label them and, and do all that kind of stuff. They like sent tattoo so, numbers and not yes. lot numbers. Something like yes. that. Something like that. So, I mean, so yeah, yes. give us, you know, give us something along those lines so that we can put it in that program and, and do that. And, that is helpful. That is, yes. that is recommended. Um, but we accommodate. We do, we do what we have to. I mean... Mm-hmm. I know there's been times I've made videos that I'm writing down. Okay, this is tag number, and it's um, on our program as picture whatever. So then when they say the tag number, I can look at my sheet, and I'm like, okay, that's picture 63. And I've got to go and find it on there so that I can get it thrown up at the right time. I mean, we can't, we can't accommodate. Right. It just makes it easier if right. you know yeah. what's going to be right. going on in the sale, and you can give us some kind of an insight. But, but we can figure it out now. Yeah. Just contact us, and we'll we'll do all we can. We've done some for guys that have had as many as 150 in the sale to guys that have had as many as six. Yeah. So wow. it doesn't it doesn't matter how how many you have. Uh huh. Or if you have two sales two nights in a row, we can accommodate that too. Yeah. yeah. You have one on Angus Live and one on SC. Oh hey, man. We can figure that out. Yep. Not Woo. a problem. Um. I I'll tell you what, crazy guys would do that, but you know, some, um, some guy. Yeah, we did diamond. that. Was that we, diamond? We did that last year, and man, that was tough. Um, 
both both platforms, both formats went really well. Yeah, uh, we had some different cattle in the Angus Live sale and some different cattle in the SC online sale, and uh, both the sale managers worked with us great. Right. This and that is all awesome, except for like the day of the second sale, I was getting phone calls about shipping and payment from the first sale and getting phone calls about the second sale mm-hmm. and like I was mine I was absolutely numb and my brain was mush it was like oatmeal <laughs> just cream of wheat of the brain just didn't know that yeah right. I was, wrote everything I could down it was hard to keep up oh, wow. so this okay. year we separated our sales by a couple of weeks with we'll some different things absolutely and uh yeah, that was that's tough too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It, that is one of the issues with it. it. It's time. I mean, it does take time. It, it takes, you know, it takes about ninety minutes, depending on uh-huh. how long we get to talking. So we've had some of them take three hours, but but some of them, you know, by the time we kind of figure it out, it it ends up being about ninety minutes. Yeah. But it if if it turns around and turns sales, I mean, how could you talk to how could you talk to two hundred people? And tell them your story and right. tell them about all these lots when you could do it all in that one little bit. And, in an hour. In an hour, and they could find Give one. One, you're telling them about people that are interested. Two, you're getting out there to people that may not know who you are or may say, you know, I've kind of heard of them, but I want to hear what they have to say. I want to meet them a little more. I want to do that. And so it. Yeah. Before, before texting, before right. iPhones, before. All social media and everything else. Right. You know, people used to call people. Right. And farmers would call other farmers at night. Right. When they got in the house. Right. And so, oftentimes, I would be on the phone from 9 o'clock until midnight mm-hmm. for the weeks, months prior to the sale. Mm-hmm. And have the same conversation over and over right. again. And it was an hour at a time. Right. Because you don't just call and talk to somebody about the sale for 10 minutes, you know. It takes an hour. And and this is a way, I believe, with before the bid, they can have that, they can have that conversation with you. Right. With you telling, answering them their their questions ahead of time. Before they even ask. Absolutely. You know. What's she like? What do you think she's going to be? Is this going to be the herd bull for you? Right. You know. Right. Or the goat or things. the doe. Or yeah, the, yeah. You know, whatever it is, yeah. And so that's, that's kind of why we... Yeah. So we're always thinking ahead, and we're always trying to... What's our next thing? You know, right. what's our... And you try to think, you know, in basketball, we always try to think not a play ahead. We try to, take, try to think two or three plays ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if they make that basket, are we going to press... Mm-hmm. If we press, what are we going to do when we get the ball back? Mm-hmm. If we lose the ball again, we're going to press again. Blah, right. blah, blah. Right. You know? Right. So um, on and so on. Yeah. And so we're trying to think three plays ahead of time here. Mm-hmm. What's before mm-hmm. the bid thinking ahead of time? What's the future? What can we, are, are there any things coming down the pipeline that we might add to the, add to the table that we might do? Yeah, um, we we want to expand the videos and make the videos better. 
Okay. We want to get out there more. We we just we got to keep going to things and, and promoting this thing and, and you know the Louisville's and the Denver's and the and the in the Kansas cities and the Oklahoma cities and all those we got you know we got to get out there we got some which we're limited this year due to right. COVID but I think right. people are ready to go right people are ready to show right. people are ready to get out there people are ready to buy right people are ready to get out. And, and so we've got we've got some of those things that, that we're looking at and and like down here we we worked an auction last weekend and uh, we had an idea and it was like what if we take to the shows and we show the videos that we've done at the show we just put this TV up so we've got these yeah. big screen TVs do some of those things and 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 make these videos better and and just get out there more we hope to hook up with a couple of uh, the sales if you want to call them venues or, or programs and and be able to get our podcast on there uh-huh. with them. Uh, you know, when you go to this page on this auction site or, or sale site, uh, which, whichever one, there's several of them out there. But if you're having your sale, if it's an online sale, if you're having your sale with this online sale, we want to be able to get your your on, your podcast on that program. Uh-huh. Which we have uh, done right. a couple times in the past. Right, yeah, we have done that. And, and so we want to get better at that and, and get closer with some of those people. Some of the live sale, sale managers, we want to get closer to those guys. Uh, and, and we want to be a contact for those guys. And, and so we, we've got to get out there a little better than what we're doing and, and get that done. And, and so that's kind of coming down uh-huh. the pike a little. Um, and, and we kind of want to do some, I don't want to throw everything out there, but, but we, we kind of want to do some live videos. Or, or some recorded videos about different things and, and reporting some different things. Uh, we want to do some of those things. As yeah. Well. So, so that's that's some of the future. Well, that's and, very and just, interesting. And just more people. Yeah. You know, more people. If we could do this day in and day out and not have to go teach high school and that sort of thing. So there's could, the goal there. If we could do there's this, the, yeah, and then go work cows. Or whatever it is we're doing, or go to uh-huh. sales, or go to... It's kind of what the real end goal. If, if you want me to be real honest, There you go. This is I one do. of those avenues. <laughs> this is one of those avenues that uh-huh. I wanted to take that hopefully can can do some of those things for us. Absolutely. So, and, That'd and, be awesome. You know, and, and make it a, a people business, because that's what it is. And, Correct. And you're not dealing with 15, 16, 17, 18-year-old young people to... Do your business and to make your living. Yeah. <laughs> if we can do it with, with our people, the livestock people. Uh-huh. That's kind of the goal and, and kind of what's coming down the pike. We do have we do have another podcast that we're that Allie and I and, and Brandy's gonna be involved with as well. Uh, but but it's gonna be this is mostly Brandy and I, but but Allie's gonna be more involved with this other one if we get it going. Uh, okay. I don't quite want to throw the idea out okay. there yet, but it's going to be You're really just cool. giving us a teaser. And it's going to be a lot like this. Okay. Like a couple people, but we've got to get it put together. So okay. that's that's something that we're really looking forward to. We're really hoping we can get it going. And, and again, that's going to be another thing. Again, it's another livestock one, another livestock promotion type deal. So that's kind of, without saying too much and, and getting it out there, because it's it's been in the works for about a year now, and we just can't right. quit playing basketball and softball and volleyball and showing cows. I and understand. That sort of thing yeah, to get to get all that done. So that's kind of the goal. Yeah, with some of the new things coming down. Well, good. Well, um, 
That's all the questions that I've got for you right now. <laughs> That's it? I mean, That's it. That's it. <laughs> well, John, what's diamond tea got coming down the pike? Yeah. Well, oh, I, my I gosh. I talking to you because um, you're like, oh, my gosh, just what's coming? This is what's coming. This is what's coming. And we don't get it out there, but, you know, you guys always have a new idea and, and new things coming on, well, new livestock or whatever. Right now we're kind of just in survival mode trying to <laughs> trying to get through this summer and, right. and get – get get to some shows um we're trying to certainly promote some of our cattle right and getting them out to some shows and and we've been fortunate to be successful at several of the different shows that we've went to but uh, you know ultimately we're trying to we're going to be promoting a club calf sale coming up in september mm-hmm. and we'll have an angus heifer sale either trying to th- it hasn't been set yet, mm-hmm. but I was thinking about having an Angus heifer sale mm-hmm. in probably mid to late October okay. is probably when we're going to do that. We'd always kind of held off and had our Angus heifer sale in December, right. had some more summer born, but I've got some more spring born mm-hmm. heifers, so we're thinking about an October sale on that. Yeah. We'll uh, be in touch about it before the bid podcast before we do that or two of them or two yeah, of one them one for each you know yeah so. we're gonna get it put together it's always time. yeah it is yeah you're never well i learned a long time ago you know the sale that you're working that people think you're working on right is not the sale you're working on you're working two or three sales ahead of time yeah. right. it's just like basketball looking right. two or three plays ahead it's it's right. constant yeah you know yeah. And whether it's choosing sires or choosing flesh matings and right. and doing that, so, so we're guys, expanding. We've got we got 500 cows now, and uh, uh, it's just <laughs> it's it's a lot. So we you, stay busy. Are you gonna keep the clubbies going? Yeah, we do have or, or we do have some club calf genetics that we do utilize to. I mean, we're in Ohio, and we have mm-hmm. some club calves that right. have a club calf market, so we can we can sell some of those. But our, our Angus is kind of our main focus right. on right. what we do. And, right. of course, my background, you know, it, it only takes about three seconds of talking to me right. uh, to learn that I'm an Angus guy right. through right. and through. So we, we do utilize some of, the, some of my past right. skills and my past the knowledge that I've acquired over the years and putting that forth towards the uh, Angus right. Angus thing so we've always got bulls for sale I've got I sold uh, it's really weird I, I, I did some social media posting on Facebook there this winter and next thing you know I sold like nine bulls in the yeah. month of January oh wow and in Ohio we sell bulls in April, uh-huh. right. May, stuff like that. Yeah. Because people want to buy them, and they then they turn them out. Yeah. And your bull buyers, you know, they, however many, <laughs> my dad told me a long time ago, however many cows they say they're going to kick that bull out with, you multiply that by two. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then however much they say they're going to feed him, you multiply that by zero. <laughs> and, you know, they and just kind of open the gate and kick that kick that dude out and so we've got uh, because we've sold so many or several bulls there in the winter time 
that were a little bit older, some breeding bulls or breeding age bulls. Now I'm out of breeding age bulls right now. Right. Well, I've had several different bulls that we've had calves in odd times of the year, like mm-hmm. like July, and then I've got some Septembers, and then uh, maybe mainly I've kept back a lot of July and Septembers that I'm going to have those guys ready oh, yeah. this winter right. and next spring. Right. So I'm going to be be able to sell 18, 20 month old bulls right through the winter and the spring yeah and i I mean we're not dealing with large numbers i'm not i'm not talking about 500 bulls i'm talking like 15 right but they're going to be hardy and they're going to be ready to go out and breed right and uh those are the same pedigrees and the same matings as some of the heifers that we've had that have been going out and being successful for our customers too so that's awesome yeah yeah well that's cool you guys talked about a live sale are, are you, you still going to keep the online, you think? Or, we're or still going with still the online for now. Right. Yep. Right. We'd, we'd always, that's the dream is to get to the mm-hmm. point where we can do a, a live sale, but mm-hmm. we're still going to stick to the onlines. It's just mm-hmm. kind of more beneficial for us right now. And there's facilities cost right. that we'd have to endure. So we're right. going right. to stick with that. Okay. So, yeah, bull thing, show thing. Along with a lot of volleyball and basketball things. and <laughs> oh, pigs and sheep and yeah. cross yeah. country and everything yeah. else. And, and so that's what's going on with us. Yeah, well, that's great. Well, I really appreciate you guys asking me to host this episode of Before the Bid. It was, it was quite an honor. Well, we appreciate you doing it. Absolutely, we yeah. appreciate it. We, we appreciate you being willing and, and enjoy. I just enjoy talking to you all the time and all the stories and... And uh, so we thought, hey, let's see if we can do one face-to-face. Yes. We, yeah. always, we always try to do something a little different, too. You know, I've, I've, had a, I've had a father-daughter pair on there. I've had two sisters on there. Uh, at the same time, I had guys that were, uh, on, both of them on the phone an hour away, so we did a three-way call. Um, I've had, I don't know, I've had quite a few different things. We've done a done Facebook Live, or not Facebook Live, but Facebook Messenger yeah. uh, video. Yeah. Uh, we've done some of those so I can see those guys and they can see me. So we always try to do something different. So we appreciate you taking the time out here. We're, we're getting a little long yeah. and getting a little late to go to tie outs and things. Oh, but, that's fine. Uh, appreciate you meeting up with us and what a great facility yeah. that we've got to do this in. You know, we, we're doing it at a show facility, which is what you and I enjoy and Brandy enjoys. And so... Yeah. Where where else would we want to do it than one of the premier ones right here at Louisville? That's right. So, That's right. So we appreciate you you doing that so much. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you having me. So we appreciate it. Thank so, you. well, we want to thank you for listening to another ep- edition of Before the Bid. And this is your host John Davis. <laughs> the first time, probably the last time, <laughs> the last be those. I'll sign off, and I'd like to thank Andy and Brandy for. Letting us in on what all goes on behind the scenes is very informative and a lot of fun. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, John. Thank Thank you, you. man. Uh Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Before the Bid. For more information and to learn more about upcoming podcasts and sales, visit us at beforethebid.podbeam.com or Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram pages. For information on being a guest on Before the Bid, please email us at beforethebid at gmail.com 
or one of our social media pages. Remember, that's beforethebid at gmail.com. Happy sales to you, and we will talk to you next time on Before the Bid. <laughs>